Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is Suburban, Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. There you go. Hello. Okay. Because I, I forgot I turned your mic off last week. You know, I never, um, I never really felt like I for real like needed. I'm not gonna say like I don't need people, but I've always been pretty independent. Like I don't mind. I can go out by myself, and I can I can do shit by myself. But lately, I don't know if it's just like a. I know that I'm more like I'm definitely more focused um, on actually like getting myself together and things that matter, like my credit score and uh, and saving money and looking for a job that is actually going to benefit me in the long run. And, you know what I'm saying? Looking for a place that I'm not going to settle for. And, you know, what I'm saying um those things i feel like have been so much in the forefront of my mind that i see all this other shit going on and it just all feels so like frivolous like right all these like twitter conversations every day i feel like this is broken glass that's the back of my earring (laughs) um cheapo earrings and buy all these twitter twitter arguments every day because uh, i swear it's something new to argue about on twitter every single day yeah it just all feels so like why like why are we doing this what are we what are who who are we flexing for like once again like i miss the days <laughs> where you could just get on twitter and just really talk about like your real thoughts and your real feelings on things right and that be you know people interact with you based on that but like everybody just want to get on twitter and start talking about shit that that they think matters or like everybody wants to wants to be uh twitter philosophers and everybody wants to to get they they viral tweet off yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I done seen so many of the same recycled tweets. I hate that. <laughs> That's my biggest pet peeve on Twitter. Like, like, recycled viral tweets. You tweeted this 12 hours ago, but this was a meme on Instagram. And it'd be word ago. for word. Yeah. And it'd be so viral. Like, hundreds of thousands of likes and retweets. It's one that keeps coming around. I keep forgetting it. But it's like every couple of days, it's like, nigga, I've seen this at least six times. <laughs> like, how are people just now, I, even still, like, everything just feels fake and for show. And, like, social media has really put us to this point where we care too much about what other people think or how other people view us or 
we care too much about building an internet persona that we've gotten to a point where everything is so like empty Mm -hmm. and and void of like substance like (laughs) this this has to be the first thing i talk about because it's still been like at the forefront of my mind but like (laughs) that girl who made a tiktok of her um because everybody's been doing like their outfit flip transition videos and the girl who made a TikTok where she switched out of her like super girly, like red dress, which was cute, red dress and heels to like all of her tomboy fits. And people were, you know, having a fit on whoever decided to screen record her TikTok and post it. Um, but everybody was commenting about how, you know, she was brand mixing and, you know, wearing Fila's with this and Nike's with this and yada, yada, yada. And so I saw somebody, not that I follow, but that Casey had commented on post, um, basically saying that, um, let me actually find it because I want to, I want to get the context correct. Um, was this Friday? Uh, thir- I think it was Thursday. Was it Thursday? I think it was Thursday morning. I was just like highly irritated. By the way, I have Riesling. I will take some. <laughs> Let me get that. Okay, yeah, I found it. So I'm ready when you get back. <laughs> when you get back with the <laughs> I haven't been drinking as much. I've been on a diet. Me neither. I've had maybe one glass of wine in the last week. I've had more than that. But (laughs) for me, I haven't been drinking as much. Because I've been doing uh, fit and fast meals or whatever. How's that going? It's going. Are they good? They're good. It's just not enough. It's not feeling. I, I, I just know. had to get snacks, so I got. I had to get like beef jerky, cheese yeah. snacks. I'm a I'm a eating ass bitch. I really. I don't know how I'm gonna drop this ten pounds that I put on since quarantine, because being in a calorie deficit for me is so hard. Like, how am I supposed to stay full? How am I supposed to feel satisfied if I'm not? You know, my problem is I'm not used to eating a lot. I'm used to having like one meal and it's always a terrible meal. See, I'm a I'm a multiple meal a day kind of person, but it's always like small shit. So if I ever sit down and try to eat like one full meal, I think like without having my snacks and stuff in between, I still be hungry. Like I, I notice that even at work, like if I try to sit down and eat a full meal, I never actually finish it. Like I think I'm hungry, but I don't finish the whole thing because I'm used to eating like just small stuff here and there. Like give me a small salad and then in an hour or two, I'll eat a half of a sandwich and then in another hour or two, I'll have some chips. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like that's how I eat. So that's how I'm trying to eat. But because being at home, <laughs> I just started eating everything. <laughs> everything, everything. All the time. 
like I don't I usually don't keep food here so that's why it's harder for me I'm just used to like that's so I won't eat, overeat or anything too mm. but now I like, just haven't I'm eating more vegetables than meat so I'm doing good it's just I shit sucks definitely haven't had any um haven't had any red meat or pork in a while I've had a lot of steak because I've gotten those Ooh, are the meals I miss steak yeah I've had a lot of steak and a lot of chicken um because I've been doing the surfing turf mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh and a lot of cod I don't eat a lot of cod I love it now and I never thought of myself as being a cod person I don't think I really had a whole lot of cod outside of like Captain D's. <laughs> Can we get on this for a second? Why do people shit on Captain D's? Like I we, don't. I Captain D's has been a loyal member of my family <laughs> my entire life. And, I do not, shit and on I Captain will D's. not disrespect the captain because the captain kept us fed many a Thursday night when it was ninety nine cent uh shrimp for kids meals. Captain D's, Long John Silver. Right. Like, they're needed. They're necessary. They're for the culture. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but Captain D's fish is still the best fucking fish it's in the still world. still good. Them hush puppies still slap. Man, hey. I ain't hating. But people be like, oh, y'all going to Captain D's? <laughs> like, yes. I, not only do I go to Captain D's, I will wait that long ass line, happy as fuck, to be like, hey. It's just something about the fish with the malt vinegar. The malt vinegar is legendary. And then at the end, when you have the little fish crispies left. Yes, it's like extra meal. If they made a bag of them fish crispies. <laughs> Crispy cracklings. <laughs> You're right. Like, oh, they got the fish cracklings Cap- at the bottom? Captain D's cracklings, nigga. I saw where you retweeted that person that did the chicken skids. I was like, <laughs> yes, nigga. <laughs> a, a, a chip of chicken skids? Yes. Hey, t- 2020 has not been a good year for a lot of things, <laughs> but for uh, <laughs> chicken skin. For food innovation. Right. It's making niggas, niggas get creative. Like, okay, <laughs> what is the best part of the chicken? Let's make a bag of that. <laughs> Literally just watched a nigga on TikTok basically make a soul food egg roll. It was like um, mac and cheese and yams. And I would never just Ooh. like I would never just eat mac and cheese and yams together, but that egg roll looked like it was slapping. Powerful nicotry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To the tenth power. <laughs> that shit looked bomb. That's black black. Ooh, extra black. Diabetes black is what that is. Yeah. That's uh that's big mama black. Big mama black. <laughs> big mama your arm. <laughs> Ooh, honey. <laughs> um, back to the topic again, right? Because I, I found the tweet. I found the tweet. Okay. Back to judgmental ass people on social media. Okay, so let me see. Let me get the correct three. Okay, yeah. So the girl posted her video, and dude retweeted it and said, "Let me actually make sure what shoes she mixed with what outfits." Okay, so she put on she put on some 
um, Jordan ones with a champion shirt. It matches. Right. She put on some Jordan ones. It's just a Kobe shirt. She put on some Air Maxes with a champion shirt. She put on some Felas with a Nike sweatsuit. She put on some Nikes with an Adidas shirt. Then she put on. Can't see. Hirachis with a Nike outfit. Okay. Nike with champion. Fila with champion. Okay. Cool. Now, dude retweeted it and said, We got to have a conversation about mixing brands. And he put the shaking my head emoji, you know, with the hand in the face. Mm-hmm. So, what I said, because this is a question that I've always had being a fashionista and a person who actually pays attention to fashion across the board and a rebel (laughs) (laughs) and that too so i said now is it brands across the board or just athletic brands that's upsetting because i see luxury brands mixed all the time in the same way and not as much uproar happens if even at all so he said competing athletic brands everything else is a fair game nike with adidas is a cardinal sin and i'm like who who brainwashed y'all into thinking that it was that deep a cardinal sin (laughs) not a regular sin a cardinal (laughs) sin so i said i'm not disagreeing but i also don't understand the leeway given for a Chanel tee with Fendi sneakers, but not for Nike with Reebok or anything else. I said, I abide by the rules, which I do, but I still never understood them. I said, I abide by the rules, but I want somebody to explain the rule and nobody has done it. Yet. Like nobody has ever been like, this is why everybody has just been, Oh, you, it's, you know, you don't do it. So he said, okay, I got you. So athletic brands are in direct competition, competition with each other. Literally, they compete to get athletes to wear their items, sponsorship type shit. That doesn't happen much with other types of clothing. Nobody cares that you wear Tom Ford shades with seven jeans. So I'm just like, okay, that makes sense for athletes who are opting to get sponsorships. Right. But for us as regular as everyday people who don't give a shit about trying to be sponsored by any of these athletic brands why does it matter so much? Like, why are we judging people so much? Now, I can understand, like, certain things. If you wear some Adidas Tyros, you know, the three-stripe is very apparent, just right in your face. If you, if you wear some Tyros with a different brand, that's weird because you got the three stripes literally, like, leading down into something else. Like, okay, like, that's blatant and and you know i'm saying it's right there in your face but to me i just feel like if it goes it goes the adidas the the adidas nike one is all right like an adidas sweatsuit with nikes that's cringe yeah i mean that's what i'm saying like that's a few you know what i'm saying like the blatant mixing okay also, it's. I'm also a Nike stan, also. So I'm also one of those people, even still, innately, I'm mix. just like, Nike's still better than all this other shit. You don't mix Nike with this bullshit. But that's just my own psyche from growing up. And I, that's what most of us are like, too. But I. 
I just don't understand why we have to be judgmental about it. Like, do what you gonna do. Do what you wanna do. <laughs> but you know as Negroes, we don't wanna look tacky. And a lot of our moms have trained us that brand mixing is a no no. My mom never taught me brand mixing was a no no. But for right. one, because we were not a brand household. No I mean, no. I'm the same also, but I'm saying collectively, like the moms that are brand uh, junkies, they're like, no, you don't do that. Like, I've heard a lot of black moms be like that. My mom wasn't like that because my mom was a free spirit eclectic <laughs> <laughs> who wore whatever she wanted to wear. We just didn't. I mean, we we couldn't afford brand name shit for a long time. So, But that's also why, same with me, but that's also why when I got older, I was like, I'm be a brand whore. It's all Nike, everything. I'm getting my ears pierced. I'm rocking all this shit. And it's a lot of niggas like me. Now, the difference with me is my last great uh, influential stage as far as rap was like the ASAP beginning era when he was mixing luxury brand stuff with up and coming streetwear. So you mix like uh, the old school Pyrex shit mm-hmm. with the uh, with just all the new brands that were coming up. And then you would mix the black scale with Prada and all this other stuff. See, that's just personal style. Yeah, but that that's that's the last era I was in. So I don't mind brand mixing as much based on that philosophy because you're building your own style, which fit into my whole vibe too. Now I can I can understand like wearing a full branded suit and then, you know what I'm saying, not wanting to put different brand accessories with it. Right. Especially when it comes to athletic wear. But what I'm saying is like if that's what you like and that's what you follow, then do you like we, we gotta quit talking about people who don't follow those same rules, like that means that they don't know how to dress or that they're doing something wrong or you know what I'm saying? Like it was okay. like they were trying to clown her, like, Oh, she don't know what the fuck she doing or Yeah. That's a lot that's that high school bullshit. But that's also because people people are brand junkies because they don't have style. Boom, that's exactly what it is. But they have been conditioned to believe that they have style because they know how to. Because they have money. <laughs> but, right. So I can get the, the full suit instead of just the pieces like your broke ass. Right. <laughs> but that's not what it is. And plus, we're, we're different spirits from that. Like, I'm DIY punk shit. That's the style that I like. So yeah. I don't mind brand mixing. Plus I I'm a thrift I'm a thrifter. That's what <laughs> that's what I grew up as. I just still don't understand how, like I said, you'll give you'll give leeway to the the luxury brands. Like you actually spending hundreds and thousands on these pieces why not go ahead and and buy the whole you know what i'm saying get the whole suit if you if you're gonna spend that kind of money but it's acceptable to do it because you're striving for something of a pricier item to these broke motherfuckers yeah to me it just like i just fuck all these judgmental shit bro then it turned into you know shitting on champion because of how it used to be sold in walmart 
and now it sold for more now and i'm just like well champion has rebranded you know what i'm saying right they were popular back in the day as the the comfort wear brand and the athleisure brand and then they created the sweatshirt we had right like the crew the, sweatshirt the sweat is them <laughs> the sweatsuit <laughs> right they they literally created it <laughs> um you know what I'm saying? Then we had a, a surge of all these other brands and, and their um, more like fashionable streetwear style athleisure come in and then they jumped on the bandwagon and now here they are back with, you know, on top with the other brands again. I don't understand. I just I just don't understand that logic. Like you're not fucking with it now because it used to be in Walmart. So... <laughs> Who cares? It's just like Starter was in Walmart for a second and then we when, grown. when them dead stock hats got big again, everybody was trying to get started shit. Now everybody want a starter jacket again. Bruh. As soon as as soon as the last dance came out, everybody wants starter shit yeah. and, and sweatsuits and Speaking of which, I went to the mall today for the first time in years. And I've never felt as old as I did. And they have a Huntsville Vintage store. Which mall? Parkway Place. They got a Huntsville Vintage store? Yeah, and it's a whole bunch of uh, dead stock hats and shit. Weird. They all... It's uh, upstairs at the very end where... I think it's where Spencer's used to be before they moved across. Okay, it has to be new because I was in the mall last week if not the week before and i saw that spencer's was closed yeah like i walked in it was a black dude working he was just organizing all the shirts and stuff now i was looking at some of the stuff i was like man i totally should have done this I'm, i didn't I mean, you see still it can. yeah because especially like i have a good eye for that shit they be having just there's rules to this <laughs> <laughs> there's rules to this shit I wrote me a manual a step by step booklet for you to get your game on track and not your wig pushback <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah people just be thinking everything vintage is everything from the 90s isn't vintage we'll yeah, say it like that that's true now a lot of the quote unquote bootleg stuff from the 90s is actually cool now and wasn't cool then but some of this stuff still look fugazi. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of these kids don't understand that part of it. The vintage, for vintage to work, it has to be able to transcend. It has to be, it has to be able to be a staple. Like it can't be too trendy for the time. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's, it still has to be able to be pieced together with different things from different eras right like it has like you can't just walk walk in with some zumba pants and i'm gonna be like nigga what the fuck you got on you got mc hammer right. pants <laughs> that's not that's not what's up bro you gotta have like that that's why i like vintage accessories mm. i've always like that's why i love vintage hats vintage uh just pieces to accessorize like I'm the hat king also and these niggas forgot <laughs> I used to be a hat queen but I gave away a lot of my hat I'm a hat wearing bitch though I do love me some hats <laughs> I'm wearing a hat right now actually <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
the only reason I'm not I haven't been wearing hats lately is because I finally got my wave game to the point that I am proud of it. True. And I gotta show this shit off. The the waves are waving. Swimming they are. Bro. <laughs> you know, it's been a long fight. It's been a long fight and I just had to have a warrior spirit and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, I'm just I'm just sick of I'm sick of the internet. I feel like everything is fake on the internet. It is. Remember it's, how when you were little and you used to see shit on TV and think that it was so cool mm-hmm. and your parents used to be like everything you see ain't real. Don't believe everything right. you see on TV. But like the commercial clearly shows Bob. But it's like but <laughs> These are humans actually doing this right. shit. They would just real. make it up. That's how I feel about the internet right now. Like, don't believe none of this shit. Yeah, it's just like. Especially like, if you're trying to live your life to get some tweets off, you're a fucking loser. You ain't got no life. Right. It's just like that one person we talked, I told you I hate. Yeah. Because he be, he be doing too much. It be like, so guys, what's your thoughts today? Like, nigga, wait, I'm at work. Wait, which, which one person are you talking about right now? Uh, the one that you knew his name and I didn't know his name. I was like, Who? Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. You knew his real name, and you said, oh, it. I "Okay, was like, okay, okay, okay." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, I like just be doing too much." These niggas really be lame. I think they are. That's what it is. Like I've noticed that, like, but they be having such a following. It's because other people are lame, and I wonder. But it also be because they also be on this same like judgmental type shit like they be on this same like i'm better than you type shit or trying to point out other people being lame Mm -hmm. it was just like i tweeted something the other day about so do all black people is is our favorite uh country song right now uh tennessee whiskey by chris stapleton and I was just I was gonna have a, a further point and he, and he reposted it he was like yeah it's been that way for about two years and then I was like yeah but the song's been out for five why yes. do we always get on late and he didn't say nothing to that of course not right he didn't know no better he was trying to make it be like you schooled him at that point and it was like yeah he thought he was schooling you yeah he was like hold up little nigga <laughs> <laughs> yeah I hate that kind of shit like niggas think that the shit that they post is like end all be all and it'd be like no but actually but sis <laughs> <laughs> like you'd be like no especially like with this like I hate to sound like a music snob in a way that clothing snobs we were just talking about but like no nah, nigga you definitely a music snob I am but that's also why it's in my bio but like I just don't like that like when somebody tried to like school me like especially somebody that's been following how me. How dare you? Like, how dare you peasant? <laughs> school me, right? The king of music knowledge. Especially the people that's been following me for years. Yeah, it's like all right. If I say some shit, it shouldn't be a surprise. But like, if I'm talking about country music, it's another thing. Like when like if I'm talking about country music and some white person tries to make it seem like 
I'm one of these other niggas out here that just listen to, to one country song. Like, yeah. No, bro, I actually or listen. Hopping on the bandwagon. Right. No, I'm not doing this shit for show. I guess that's the thing. It's not really the the idea of somebody schooling me I don't like. Mm. It's the idea that you think that I'll actually give a fuck about what you think. No, it's because I like this shit. Boom, that is it. But, but yeah. niggas real deal just be lame. Like, yeah. Just like that, uh, what we were talking about on Twitter. With yeah. that, like The dude talking about he didn't, he was afraid to have a daughter. Cause, um, let me find that fucking video because that shit pissed me off. It's, it's lame shit like that that makes it. So I saw, first, obviously, the first thing we see is the fact that he didn't put the bling effect on his earrings. I don't like that. That was uh, red flag number one that I knew he was going to be a, a lame-ass nigga. <laughs> first of all, why are you putting the blingy shit? Why are you putting the glitter effect on your jewels? Like Your fake jewels. Calm down. Anyway. <laughs> Females. Problem number two. But if I have a girl, there's a 100% chance that she will belong to the streets at some point. This hurts me inside, deep down. So, my question to you, lovely ladies, is how the hell do I stop my unborn daughter from being a hoe? It can't be that difficult. The fact that he thought that it was going to be funny. I know. But you know what's even weirder? Like, the idea that you would say this and be like, it can't be that hard. But using your own logic, you just pretty much said all women. You just said every single woman on this earth is a hoe. So if it's, if every woman's a hoe, but still it can't be hard, what are you saying at this point? And plus, why, and why are you asking women if they all hoes? Right. They allegedly wouldn't know if they didn't choose this shit. I saw one dude that um, he retweeted it and he said, he said something like just adopt a son or something. And I'm like, that's not the solution because don't have no children. For one, you don't need to have this thought process when you're having kids you don't need to be thinking about your kids sexual activity before they're even on this earth or ever if they're adults um two you having a son so you're not you don't even have this mindset for a son like why is it not possible that your son could also be a hoe the Why math, are you not concerned about that? The math on that also is overwhelmingly <laughs> saying that the son might belong to the street. <laughs> why? Why are you not concerned about that? That's that's like one of the biggest questions that I have. But then two, why did you think that this was funny, man? I don't. Why you thought this was funny? Like I don't understand how you're asking women. How to prevent your unborn daughter from being a hoe after you just said that there's a hundred percent chance that she she is not gonna have any other choice in life but to be a hoe. Which means that you think that no other woman had any other choice in life but to be a hoe. But you're asking women 
for advice on how to keep your daughter from being ho? How, how, how does that make sense? It also shows just the levels that people would try to shine up a misogynistic message and try to sell it to women just based on looks. And nobody was buying it. No. The comments were like, nigga, <laughs> please, no one make babies with this man. Yo, no lie. That is the most unity I've seen from men and women in a thread to be like, nah, nah, y'all don't need to fuck with this nigga. And then women be like, who the fuck, whose man is this? Who is, who are you? Like, this is a prime example of good looking niggas being able to get by in their lives on bullshit and they thought that it was going to continue to carry them and that, like i, I want to go to his tiktok profile and actually see what the comments said and not just the twitter ones because i know twitter always gonna get in somebody ass on some shit and that's what we love to do <laughs> <laughs> like, um, oh, let me get this nigga real quick but that's a prime example like it, it be the fine niggas that really be out here lame as fuck unprogressive as fuck like because they've just been able to skate by without actually having to be a person or like think for themselves or just be decent yeah but it's just like we, we've talked about that numerous times I think it's just because you never had to build a personality other than your looks and that's your whole there's a lot of women like that too whole lot of women like that I mean absolutely that's but, why I, but I've been seeing a lot of this, like, openly lame-ass niggas lately. Openly lame. Like, it used to be where, like, if you were a cool nigga, you wouldn't just put on display that you lame as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, you leave a little mystery. Just You don't say much. You just sit in the corner just, like, being quiet with your lame ass. And then, like, you let uh, your partner know how goofy and lame you are. But see, now what I think it is, is they don't know that they're lame because no one has ever told them. They've gotten to the point where they've gone viral enough or they've been glorified enough that they don't think that they possess any of these lame, stupid, just uninformed as fuck unattractive personality traits male dress <laughs> precisely oh um, what's that other lame nigga that you be reposting that, uh they all got that like drake fuck boy oh uh tyler lepley or Is that Ty the dude lepley? From tyler perry shit yeah he'd be in a lot of a lot of tyler perry shit and he's on um p valley beautiful man amazing to look at I still want to watch. I haven't started watching it. I I've seen mixed reviews. I wonder how I'm gonna feel about it being from Mississippi, because they said the accents. That's what I would off, be like. Yeah, like I hate when people can't do accents right. And then Mississippi accent is very hard to do. Yeah, it's very specific. Like my mom only sounds like she's from Mississippi. <laughs> but yeah, Ty Lipley, like he he's he's nice to look at but i've just seen like some of his his live videos and like even some of his um videos he posts on instagram let me find them and then another thing too is like i i can't stand <laughs> i can't stand when people 
just think too highly of themselves like he thinks that he knows that he's attractive but it's to the point where he's like licking his lips in almost every single video and then that just becomes like that becomes lame over time like okay so you do it every blue moon but every single montage video you lick in your lips it's like okay that's part of the problem what what happened with LL Cool J LL Cool J used to be cool at one point and then it just became a character of himself but um yeah dang I'm trying to find one where he's actually talking because he just really be talking himself it's the rise of male thoughts yeah like everybody's like you know like you just really gotta be focused and you can't be you know too worried about this or or now they want to talk about like how to treat women but you be single they be single as fuck that's why I could not stand the surge of Derek Jackson's videos who's Derek Jackson I'll show you him in a minute he actually went to Skiggy and became like super popular Derek Jackson it's no disgrace to be a quitter just on the other hand there's no credit to remain one what Suzanne you catch yourself you lost you know you go through a loss you feeling down you feeling like quitting you know I get that but let's not stay there wow it always it always be this type of shit like it don't never be about nothing else he got a whole IGTV video about it Anyway, but you just like it's <sighs> whose fault is this? Whose fault is this? <laughs> this is the real question. I want to blame Drake, but Drake is funny. Drake's lame, but he's funny. Uh, I want to say it's whoever decided to let us post live videos. <laughs> whatever tech genius is like you know what would be fun if we got celebrities to post live videos and we get to know how lame they actually are but um he actually got married look at god (laughs) he used to just always have like all these relationship advice videos (laughs) like i can see now he has the meme style he's not busy he just doesn't respect you she can't bring peace to your confusion just make like okay i've seen that nigga before not in person of course just but back in the day like women just used to fall all over him for every single word you know what it is self-help stuff has always catered specifically to women yeah and it used to be that women listen to other women 
say stupid ass bullshit. And now they think that these are the keys to the street because now it's like we're getting the perspective of a man from a man. And it's like all these men don't be thinking clearly. (laughs) Yeah. They're thinking from their exalted point of view. And then a lot of the shit they're saying to please women. But then it's just fuck boy bullshit that they're selling as self help. On top of that, it's normally um classically attractive men. So they know that women are going to they know that they're gonna get the attention of women. Right. Like it if I just gave like I'm okay looking. If I just gave out my personal advice about romance and all this other shit, ain't nobody fucking retweeting my shit. <laughs> but if I got the fuck fuckboy kit, it's people believe I'm an expert in women. That's the other thing. People think just because you could get women just based on looks that you're some kind of expert in women, which is kind of absurd if you really think about it. You should really go after an ugly person. you don't have to be an expert when you look good. <laughs> yeah, you should go after an ugly person that gets women. Like, how does Steve Harvey <laughs> get all of these women to fall for his bullshit? Steve Harvey has personality, and he's funny. And ugly as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never met nobody that said Steve Harvey was good looking. I heard people say he dressed good. I looked at them weird when they said that. I heard people say that he was hilarious. Never heard anybody say he looked handsome. Why every man needs a woman who will change him? Uh-uh. Here is my advice to women. Don't get no kit. I mean, don't get no. Uh, I mean, like, don't don't, don't sell, follow no rule book, right? Don't don't sell yourself short, ladies. And you ain't got to build nobody. And honestly, to me, I feel like all it takes is for one time for you to learn the lesson. If you keep going through the same shit, that's on you. And you have to look inward to wonder why. Right. If you can't recognize patterns in your dating situations. That's on you. You got to open your eyes more. You can't quit like looking for other people to tell you what to do. And and you know what I'm saying? Because for one thing, if you just start listening to all this cookie cutter advice and applying it to the wrong nigga, you still ain't going to get nowhere. You're just going to be applying it to the wrong nigga? You out here thinking that you can take this recipe and put it in this oven that ain't going to produce the thing that you want. Like you have to be the the key to this shit is finding the person that's for you and finding and that, yourself per- first. Right. And that takes fucking work, like period. And it's not easy. And it's not it's just like when people always do the bullshit, be like, what was Sierra's prayer? Sierra's prayer right. was she <laughs> fucked around with a lot of lame ass <laughs> bullshit ass niggas. And she luckily met somebody that was good for her. And he was in the right place at the right time. And she was in the right place at the right time. And it worked for him. Boom. That's it. It's it's not some... It's, one, not, it's really not rocket science. One prayer is not going to answer your problems. Right. Because your problems are way more complex than one prayer. Right. Now, that one prayer may lead you to answering your problem. But it's not going to solve everything. It's not magic. It's not a one-time fix for everything. Yeah. I'm Man, just... Yo, we... We mental warriors now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just tired of... I'm tired of Instagram propaganda. That's exactly what it is. It's I, selling I a dream. It. Selling hoes a dream. I cannot 
stand it. Don't be sorry, ho. Be careful. The same way, like in the same way that I've said before, like dudes think that they can treat women a certain way because they've been brainwashed and conditioned by a lot of these like rapper lyrics and shit. And it's just like, nah, fam, like yo broke ass. <laughs> Can't be out here doing the same <laughs> shit that these rich niggas doing. Not saying that what they doing is correct but they, to begin with. But they got the funds to get away with a lot of bullshit. You see what I'm saying? Like, everything don't apply to everybody. It's just like, if you go to jail and you broke, you fucked. If you go to jail when you got bail money and you got lawyer money, oh, you get out of this shit. That ain't nothing. Right. Short of killing somebody, you can get out of anything. Even killing somebody, you got enough money, you can get out of that shit. How to get away with murder? We'll let you know. Right? <laughs> there is a there's a book to it. Um, but, but yeah, I'm just I'm. It's like that that uh, Joe Button thing we were watching with Rory was like, our audience is going to hear this stuff and think that you could just do this. It's just like when uh, they were talking about how. Uh, in Drake's new song where he's like come and sit on my lap oh yeah guys under no circumstances should you be going around in the club telling a woman to sit on your lap Mm-mm. it ain't gonna work it, read the room <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's not that hard No, when and when you cannot get away with it and 99.9 times you ain't gonna get away with it. now the one time you do get away with it only use it that one time that's it hey you can't use it again it's like that shit worked once yeah but i'm just i hate that people really think that for one i hate that everybody is is looking for the cheat codes to to everything in life like people ask i've seen so many like videos surging on youtube also i don't know why i keep using the word surging so much today what is with that anyway uh (laughs) I've seen a lot of videos become popular on YouTube about like, you know, how to how to grow your business and how to how to promote yourself and how to market yourself and how to blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, y'all think that you're giving away game, but you're not because the formula is not the same for everybody. There is. And then too, like if you aren't willing to actually do the work to to figure out what works for you, you're never going to be successful. If you always out here trying to bite off of a cookie cutter template on how somebody else became successful, you're never going to be successful because you not you're already you already don't have the worth the work ethic. Like Right, you're trying to figure the, the easiest way out of it. You that's ain't. why it annoys me when people ask well how did y'all get started doing this and how did you get here and how do you do that and i'm just like bro like we just had the desire enough to figure this shit out like research and trial and error and you know what i'm saying like have patience with each other and not to say that we we still have it figured out like we still learning shit and trying shit and wanting to try new shit and you know what i'm saying like you will become inspired to do different things along your journey when you're trying to build something. And that's why that's why you can't really take advice from anybody else. Especially like I view this as our art. The only person I, I'm going to take advice from really is the person across the room from me. Right. The person that you're creating with. Right. And the most important part of it is to have to find yourself a good partner if you are collaborating, 
and just be there for each other and understand that things are going to change and how do we make it work? That's the secret to it. Right. And it's not no bullshit. Now the advertising shit. Now there's some hacks you can learn that can teach you how to do that shit. But the main thing is to build for your audience. But even still, you know, just because you learn a certain trick or whatever, you might try it and still realize that it don't work for you or it's not something that you're actually interested in doing. Right. We have tried numerous things that didn't work out for us. When we were uh, asking people to send us questions. Didn't work out. (laughs) Yeah. We also get a lot of weird questions like that would be like explain <laughs> blah 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 like, oh yeah like nigga I'm not an expert I just know a couple of things about nothing <laughs> um but yeah I'm just I'm I'm sick of the Instagram prop propaganda I'm tired of the Twitter philosophers I just I, I feel like I am finally getting too old for certain parts of the internet like yes i'm looking for where is the grown and sexy <laughs> section <laughs> the, where is the lounge where's the twitter right. lounge <laughs> i need a nice lounge <laughs> to kick back at like give me the lounge. i don't want to be standing up in the club popping bottles no more let me just chill yeah and be to myself with who i want to be to myself with you know what it is i think we need to find grown and sexy twitter that's what it is we still on like the mix of ages i feel like is what's really fucking it up we on hot boy twitter (laughs) (laughs) we on nba young boy twitter i don't want to be on that shit no more that shit is the fucking ghetto Uh, i need uh stability like we need to be uncle and auntie twitter that is it where is the 35 plus right section of twitter that's i think i'm just gonna start looking at who certain people follow and follow them that's like crystal who she follows i probably need to be following them because i feel like her tolerance for this shit is very low (laughs) But Crystal is also like 37 or something. But that, I feel like that's where I'm at at this point. <laughs> yeah. Do I still want to see the Cardi and the Megs? Absolutely, because I love them. But I don't want to be involved in the conversation about, you know, WAP and and people protecting their kids from it. and That's know. that stupid ass shit. I don't, I'm done with that. Like, I don't want. All right. This is my dilemma. I don't want dissertations <laughs> about just common bullshit. Like it's a raunchy song. Okay, we don't need hip hop dissertations. Not on, not for that shit. <laughs> on, on these kind of things. Now you know what I'm saying. The uh, the the prolific, <laughs> <laughs> the prolific shit, or the um, what are y'all calling it? Not the not the woke. The lyrical miracle the spiritual. Lyrical miracle <laughs> spirituals, yes. Um That's the shit we like. Um like, yeah, I'm I'm not here for the WAP dissertations. Like, this ain't nothing new. And I don't It's not. Like, remember Uncle Luke? Right. Like 
Remember Lil' Kim? Bro, I've been listening to so much Two Live Crew lately. Remember motherfucking Naughty by Nature? Remember right. Too Short? Remember, like... Bruh. <laughs> Too Short Freaky Tales is one of my favorite songs of all time. This is not new. But to these young kids, it is new. And this is their first... Some of the, like some of the outrage is from these young kids being excited that they got a new raunchy song, and old people being like, "Oh, it's our time to hate." But see, this so this is the thing y'all got to realize that young kids be rapping about shit and rapping to shit that they don't know about. So just because these young kids are rapping these lyrics, they don't mean shit. Yeah, do you know that I was singing "Genuine Pony" when I was seven? Right. I ain't know what the fuck jump on it meant at that time. Right. That was a dance. Did nobody know about no pony? I literally thought this nigga was talking about a mechanical bull. Like this nigga <laughs> talking about the carousel. <laughs> Did what? Like y'all have got to understand too. I think is that children are not understanding things on the level that you were understanding no. them on. Like how many times have you watched a children's movie from your childhood? And you and get then like shook, like nigga, <laughs> they talk about sex, right? <laughs> Been completely shook, like it's the exact same thing. You don't have like you don't have an adult understanding of sex. It's just like we were talking before we started. Like we were like, like I used to think kissing was sex. That was I was a kid. Me too. When I first got kissed, I literally thought that I was pregnant. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh well, I guess it's time to go get condoms. I didn't know what condoms were. I just knew that they had something to do with sex. And you know, you, you kiss girls. Apparently, you out here having sex. Yeah, y'all gotta fucking chill. But that that one video of that man talking about like, you know, he got daughters and shit to raise, and what his daughters gonna think, how he look if his daughter's singing these lyrics, and I'm just like, okay, they gonna look like a long line of. <laughs> Like little kids singing the songs they ain't got no business singing. If you just if you if you just be a parent to your child. <laughs> this is an imperative information. <laughs> I promise you <laughs> that they will be okay. Or they might not. Because you know what? That's the chance you take when you have a fucking kid. You can have a kid and raise them to be a perfectly upstanding citizen and do everything by the book and 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 be perfectly respectful and all this other bullshit and they come out to be the complete opposite yep jeffrey you think jeffrey Dahmer's kid i mean parents were like you know one day this nigga's gonna <laughs> chop up people's bodies and try to make zombies you out know of what i'm saying like <laughs> if you if you would just be a parent for one I think this plays into what we've talked about before. But if you start teaching your kids at an early age, number one, about sex and sexual organs, um, these things won't be so scary. Honestly, if kids actually understood exactly what this shit meant, for one, a lot of kids, when they actually find out about what sex is, they are repulsed. I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, kids don't be like, oh, penis inside vagina let's do that like eight nine ten year old kids don't really be trying to do that shit they still think that their own body parts are weird they still be afraid to even touch girls without getting nervous like 15 year old juice was still like that 
It's like, oh, you want me to do what? You feel me? Especially girls who have hit puberty, like that awkward ass time where you don't know what the fuck your vagina really is anymore because it has betrayed you <laughs> in the most weird way. Like, kids are not at listening to this shit like, ooh. Let me go home and get my pussy wet, wet. At, <laughs> at the age of nine. Like, y'all be <laughs> the the level of nervousness that y'all be about the shit that your kids are going to consume lets me know how much you're not parenting your kids or how much you were not ready to be a parent. <laughs> and you're still not trying to equip yourself in along the process like I don't care how unready you were when you had a kid. Once that kid came into the world, you should have been trying to do as much as you could to make sure that you were going to be the parent that you need to be. It just dawned on me how much women really y'all be mad at y'all own vagina. That shit is funny in a way that I I don't ever be like you know my fucking because y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand. We y'all don't. really don't. So it's understand. weird to us. So like I be like man, I dig my niggas. So many things that come with this bullshit. Like <laughs> y'all, be, y'all be like, man, I don't trust that bitch. My vagina. <laughs> y'all don't understand. I saw, I saw a dude. Somebody retweeted a nigga that, that said some shit like, uh, y'all be talking about y'all periods like it's pregnancy or some shit. <laughs> it can't be. It can't be that serious or it can't be that bad. <laughs> Obviously, he got red. But some girl retweeted and was like well what is your menstrual cycle like miss mamas <laughs> but y'all don't and i'm on my period right now and this is probably like one of the reasons why i'm heavily resonating with this shit but this shit is not it's never fun your own period can betray you at any time my shit came early this month why i don't fucking know if you are like me, your periods change with the days in the month. So if your period comes on the 20th this month, if there's 31 days in the next month, it could come on the fucking 10th or just like throw your whole shit off. Like it's always bullshit. And then for me, it's fucking miserable. I be at home trying not to fucking die trying not to be like on the verge of tears because the pain is just there's no reason why this shit should feel like this there's no reason and i need for any woman who's listening if you have any remedies please let me know i've been in this period game since i was 11 20 years in this shit i still ain't figured out how to survive this shit without dying on the first one like that day one shit the day one is just like like I retweeted this girl who said day one of my period really just be me fighting for my life and I'm like that that you felt seen (laughs) it like my back hurts the the weirdest part of my stomach hurt it don't just be like my stomach stomach but it's like my lower stomach it's just like I be sweating in and out of fucking fevers, nauseous for no reason. Like somebody, please help. I don't know what to do. All I do is just pop a bunch of pills and hope for the best <laughs> every single time. Like literally I took 3,500 milligrams of acetaminophen yesterday. 
that is seven 500 milligram pills. God damn. That is a lot. It yeah. is actually more than they recommend in a 24 hour period. But I didn't care <laughs> because I just didn't want to feel any pain. And like, I really just wanted to just load up on some melatonin and try to knock myself out. But I didn't think that that was going to work because you can't really sleep when you're in pain. You have to. You have to ease your pain before you can fall asleep. This is true. I was just miserable. I was just on the couch all day with the heating pad on my stomach, just trying not to move. Damn. You know, I did yesterday. I, I was just chilling. Right now. Just I, need for, <laughs> I need for niggas to understand that this is not a joke. This is not a laughing matter. Like, y'all don't. That, that's another. That's another thing. There's so many things. I'm not laughing at you. Just saying, so you know, I'm, I'm just, it's just. Men and women alike have to stop speaking on things that are specific to our experiences as men and women. Very true. Don't come in here judging me on what I'm doing during my period or what's happening leading up to my. Because listen, PMS is real. Okay. PMS is very real. It is not our fucking fault. <laughs> it is not. We cannot control this shit okay the only thing that we can do is maybe be prescribed some type of hormonal shit that'll balance some shit out but even still that can cause some issues like it really is just a bunch of fuck shit but i don't ever need no nigga to tell me that i'm doing too much or acting out too much or exaggerating when i'm talking about my fucking period 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 <laughs> like y'all don't know what you're talking about what does a woman like me who's 31 who wants at least one child in the future what does a woman like me do because apparently getting back on birth control at this point is too risky and could prevent me from having kids or make it harder for me to have kids later on so what are my options? It's 2020. I feel like I feel like I should be able to just like put this off on a surrogate. Like a surrogate should be able to just have the period. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, like, wait, are you talking about like just giving your period <laughs> Just here you go, bitch. <laughs> like, so I got your gift. Like, can I just <laughs> can I just take my uterus out and like let somebody else hold it for a while and then when i'm ready for it like get it back and then or i'm not a doctor <laughs> but i don't think that's possible okay well it sounds i mean good. i don't also i also don't have a vagina so i don't know what's possible it sounds good uh somebody let me know <laughs> somebody get on this shit help me elon Musk, get on this shit <laughs> bill nye <laughs> Figure some shit out. Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Somebody, like, it's going to take a smart-ass woman to do this shit because n- niggas don't care. Niggas found out a way to make our dicks hard when we old. We're like, yo. That's all y'all yo, needed. Hey. That's all y'all man, needed. nigga. <laughs> like, g- game changer. <laughs> upset. I'm upset at you niggas for not having to deal with none of this. And then I think about, too, like, what happens when I get married and I have to explain to my husband that I literally just be on the edge of death every month? I mean, if he, I mean. I mean, obviously, by the time that we're married, he will know. (laughs) He'll be used to it. 
work on your first day. Oh, oh. All right, that's enough. Speak, sis. <laughs> like I feel like y'all get it by now. Speak your pain, but just kudos to women who just really be out here thugging it out through the pain. I guess this is how it felt when I was just explaining all those movies about music and, be, and you like, don't know. <laughs> like, how you talk? I, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. It's one of those things. It's just like, I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, it's, it's like, I can't even say like, you'll get better. Cause I don't fucking know. It might get worse. <laughs> yeah. For a while I thought it had gotten better. I was like, wow, I think I really grew out. It's like <laughs> terrible period. And then that it's always that one. That like, I ought to visit. Not on my watch. <laughs> always that one that'll hit you right in the motherfucking back. <laughs> I was thinking, when's the last time I slid in somebody's DMs? It's been a while. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her. Hmm. What's his name that we mentioned earlier? You're definitely just like, well, I was like randomly, but he definitely DM'd me a picture of his back one day, like a mirror picture. And I was like, okay. I'm like, because <laughs> he said something about it being back day at the gym and i was like you know get at it we love a good back and then he just dm'd me his back i was like okay <laughs> what a weird body part to send thanks it's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like okay this is indeed a good back but where do we go from here it's almost one of those things to where all right okay he didn't send his dick but right, yet, like, still, still creepy enough. Was that you shooting your shot, or I? Def- he been shooting his shot with you though in public. Has he? Yeah. Have in what done? way? Because I feel like he is just like that with women on his timeline. Oh no, he's. Oh no. I also think he, I'm pretty sure he has me muted. <laughs> Why is that? Um. Because I see him like a whole lot of like other women's tweets. It's a certain set of people like he reposts. I see him. I see him frequently like retweeting and liking, but like never. I don't get likes on tweets from him at all. Hmm. If it ever like, if anything, I'm responding to his tweets because he just tweets a lot and I see it a lot. Tweets a whole bunch. But um, I I picked up on the fact that he doesn't. Uh, but I didn't think that he was ever shooting his shot with me. I mean, he might not, but he just might be flirting. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I was like, are you sure? Is this, am I? I mean, you don't just send your body <laughs> somebody unless you try to see if they interested or not. Maybe he thought she had a back, uh, back uh, fetish. <laughs> Does it exist? No, I just, <laughs> I, I mean, I always comment on his tweets about going to the gym. Like, I'm, I don't know, I'm that motivational person. He's like, to go to the gym now or go later? I'm always like, go now. Because if you try to, Put it off, you'll never go, or you know, like yeah, you're shooting a shot there. He's like, see, well, <laughs> he didn't know what to do after that because neither did I. He didn't, he ain't got no game then. He lame as fuck, right? But we've been known that. Yeah, we did, and he's younger than us, so 
It's not going to work for me. Bro. It's the age for me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I seen a host fly. <laughs> see the dragon fly. I ain't never seen no elephant fly. Oh shit. Um, yeah, man. I uh, the dating chronicles with dating younger people recently. Yeah, I'm just well talking to younger people. Yeah, I'm not going under 26 anymore. I 26 might be pushing it too. It's just you know for me it is for me as a mature I, woman. A what? Yeah, I say mature like I'm fucking forty two. Vintage, <laughs> <laughs> like like you spoke uh, Virginia Slims or some shit. <laughs> no, but dating a younger dude, a twenty six year old dude, <sighs> couldn't do it for me. Tw- when I was twenty six, oh man, Mm-mm. like but dating a twenty six year old woman, it's a little different. I, I went a little too young first because you know 23 is she had too much free time i don't i don't have free time like that not even that but you just got too clingy too fast yeah it's like you don't know me yet to be this and then it was like eh, she's kind of basic <laughs> you got your own place and you have a dog this is when it was like creepy this is the first conversation we had First off, she wanted to FaceTime. And I was like, mm, mm, I don't know. Too soon. And then I was like, who FaceTimes at like 11 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. People who are in relationships. Yeah. That's, and we ain't that. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, the innuendo was just too up there. Like, she was like, like do you have uh, any pets? I was like, yeah, I have a dog. Can I touch it? She said, can I pet that dog? No, she was like, can I touch it? I was like, she didn't say pet or nothing. I was like, no, nah, sure. Ma'am. And then, like, she was, cool talking, your panties. she was talking about cars or something. I was, she was like, what kind of car do you have? I was like, I have 150. She was like, can I touch it? Like, mm, you too young for me, boo. Gross. It, it was disgusting. <laughs> it really was. And I was just so like, cringe. And I thought I was ready for the sex. <laughs> and i don't know if i am no she just did she was just lame that's what that was she ain't had no game either but she's 23 what can you expect it's like but at this point i feel like 35 and up is where i'm at i want 33 but fuck we're about to be 32 so what does that really say (laughs) um your age and up pretty much basically that's where i'm at too but the other thing is a lot of the 33 34 year old women that i've come in contact a lot of them have had children and don't want to have children which i mean that's not gonna be a no-go for me but i would like to the possibility to be i don't want to get what you were hoping that i'm gonna change your mind because that is a violation of the utmost Mm -hmm. that's setting yourself up yeah and that's not the deal so that's where I'm looking at possibly 26 and up because gives us time to play with. Mm-hmm. We get to know each other for sure. And then we can discuss other things. But yeah, man, I'm having a lot more in common with women my age and older. 
33, 34 seems to be my, that's my spot too. Yeah. But it's just the other aspects of it. I don't know. I mean, it's really not as hard when you think about like our friend group, especially. We're just not in the right. I just feel like we haven't found the right niche. Yeah. We're still. We're grown now. Yeah. And it's obvious and it's becoming more and more obvious because we're clearly being set in our ways and being like, you mm. know, these young niggas getting on our fucking nerves. <laughs> Turn the music down. <laughs> Bro, when I went to the mall today, I went in, uh, what's that, sh- that store, Zumez? I oh, walked yeah. in, this little white kid was like, how's it going, bro? And I was like, oh. Bro. <laughs> First of all, I'm not your bro. <laughs> it is sir to you, <laughs> youngster. And then I was just like, man, I am too fucking old to be in this store. <laughs> so I walk out and I'm walking by and then there's like a shoe cleaner kit girl like she has a booth or whatever oh yeah and like right was, there by the food court she's like let me do a demonstration for you real quick and like talking to like this hip hoppy uh, and she was like she was dropping all this lingo that was like real like lame and old she was like yeah Nipsey Hussle used to sell this and you know his birthday was the other day so it was just like Oh my God! Are the kids like? Is this the sales pitch for like kids now? Mm-hmm. And then I'm wearing my mask, so I probably look even younger than I really am. Because it's like, yeah, and everybody's just treating me like I'm a fucking kid, and it's just like, man, I ain't never coming to the mall again. I ain't coming <laughs> here no more. You need a shirt that says, "I am a grown ass man." <laughs> right? <laughs> I am not your your pal. I am not your bud. I am a grown ass fucking man. Please don't speak to me. <laughs> like I've been getting I've been getting less of I give kid vibes from like women. Mm-hmm. But these young kids can't tell cuz I don't look like I'm old, especially with the mask on. Yeah. And it's just like, man, these I feel like at work like in that environment is when people never really know my age like all the college kids be like what you're how old and i'd be like yeah <laughs> i shouldn't be here <laughs> right <laughs> like i think i have aged out in this place the same for me i think that's the other thing like we went from being like i can't believe we're 30 to be like it's not too bad it's just like now i get so mad when i see people be like she looks amazing and she's 35 yeah like, nigga that's not old like how are you supposed to look at 35 but at the same time i remember when my parents were like 35 and i thought them niggas was old too this is true but they had responsibilities i ain't got no responsibilities (laughs) so i look young as fuck yeah damn i'm trying to think back to when my parents were 35 wow yeah i was nine i really thought them niggas was old (laughs) how old was i when my dad was 35 it would have been 96. So my parents had me at 26. My dad was 27. My mom was 24. Yeah, my mom was... I remember my mom turning 30. 
Like, That's crazy. I know. He's like, man, I'm older than my mom at that point. She had three little ass kids. I was still way too little. You know what it dawned on me? Because I was thinking back. I was, uh, I was wondering why when I was younger, college kids used to always come over my parents' house and like, like from church. Like the college kids were always coming to like my mom's. They were like the youth mentors. Yeah, and it never dawned on me that my mom was only a couple years older than them. Yeah, it was just, it was just weird. But I thought about that the other day because I was talking to my mom and I was like, I'm gonna be like forty with a toddler. <laughs> Hey, at this point, if, listen. Hey, if that's my journey, that's my journey. I ain't, I ain't fighting it. If I get pregnant and have a healthy pregnancy, I don't care how old I am when I have my kid. Because for one, I'm probably still going to be cute. So, there's that. <laughs> this is true. I will look like a kid until I'm at least 50. <laughs> so, I'm not worried about Big that. Big facts. Big facts. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to get this weight down so I can really maximize. Okay. Because I still got the hairline, bro. Come on, fine. Come right. on, big fine. Bro, if I get <laughs> fine at 30 something, I'll be unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm cute now, but if I get fine, when the rest of the niggas my age are so, It's over off, for you niggas. It's over. <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Girl out here. <laughs> right. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Mr. Bitches to you. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, I be thinking about shit like that. Like, yeah, nah. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. real deal glad I didn't peak in high school, though. I'm good where I'm at right now. And if it doesn't work out, I'll just be uncle. That's cool, too. Um, I tweeted about it. I'm just like, I'm just really... I'm just really not focused on anything else but me and like getting me together and I just feel like nothing is going to fall into place correctly until I do that so I can't be I can't be worried about those things those are things that I cannot control right now right I think that's the that's the 30-ish part of us where we're like I can only control the things that I can control right Therefore, I cannot stress about those other things. I do have one question for you before we uh, end. If you could scoot your microphone a little closer to you. What were your thoughts on a black woman being VP? Um. Obviously, I feel like it's about time. Black women been running shit. <laughs> um, I do feel I am nervous though because I do feel like Joe Biden uh, realized that he may have been um, losing the fight a little bit, and I feel like he probably got not necessarily pressured but i know that people were probably on his head about who would be the best fit for him if he really wanted to gain a certain vote Mm -hmm. and we all know that he was kind of already i don't want to say pandering either necessarily but 
Pandered. <laughs> he was definitely trying to be down with the brown. Right. Uh, I've been with you niggas. Right. <laughs> to, to try to solidify the vote, but he didn't <laughs> do it in the right ways. And I feel like I feel like he got pushed up against the rock and the hard place and was like not not even saying that Kamala is somebody that he wouldn't have considered otherwise but I feel like he knew that this was the best decision for him I feel like and it wasn't really necessarily about her I feel like she was the only viable option ever I feel like that as well also this one of them debates to where is this a Twitter debate or is this like Twitter be saying some stupid ass shit and I feel like they are secret ops. Some yeah. of these like hotel me like Angela Davis said that she was like pretty much came out and said like she was the best viable option and that uh she felt like the ticket was stronger with Kamala on it. And niggas were saying that Angela Davis was the ops. Angela Davis is the ops. I feel like once again it just all be a performance. Like people find out one thing about a politician and it's just like, oh well we can't trust, you know, all you know, skin folk and kin folk and she did this and well get ready for the prisons to fill up and blow and it's just like I still don't understand what the fuck they're talking about. Because like Oh get ready They're gonna lock everybody up What the fuck Are you niggas <laughs> talking about Like real shit Like When they said it I was like And then people were just what Retweeting and like, What And then like They were talking about Well she locked up parents Were parents doing shit That they should have been doing? <laughs> What did the parents do Parents are people too <laughs> And they be doing Some fucked up shit If you've paid attention To this podcast long enough You know that <laughs> oh, even good parents make some things that fuck up their kids. Um, but even with that shit, like people are like, uh, she was just locking people up, throwing them in jail. And then you look at it, you're like, so she was sending letters to parents that kids were truant more than 20 days a school year and saying that they could face jail time. In the state of Alabama, that is illegal. You do go to jail. So, because yeah, that's negligence. Yeah. And then, like, so all these people are reposting this shit in a red-ass fucking state like Alabama, acting like Kamala Harris, who was in the most progressive state in the fucking United States, is being, she's a cop. She's locking everybody up. Like, I think Twitter really just be really wanting something to argue about and to flex some knowledge and wokeness about and it just be like too much sometimes right it's like can we not dissect and have our third eye on everything and just accept that this is the route that we need to take right now like that's that's another thing that i don't understand is like if you're not on the biden harris train who the fuck who the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Who in the fuck else <laughs> are you going to fucking vote for? We don't have nobody else. Like, what? You ain't got the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
in the fuck like we keep saying Trump is not the nigga we keep saying that that. is fact we keep saying (laughs) that but these new negroes want us to believe that there's some magical mystery third party candidate that's gonna come in and free us like Harriet Tubman and take us to the promised land even though no such nigga has presented themselves thus far but these new niggas want us to believe that since that person hasn't presented themselves that none of the other options are viable Mm-mm. and that ain't that ain't it I don't like that that's dangerous like we got to quit doing this like acting like we have better knowledge of things than everybody else or like there's just this cheat code with all the answers that no like Mm-mm. there is nobody else nobody. either you voting for Trump <laughs> or you not period it ain't nobody else right. it ain't it ain't it literally I don't know how many different <laughs> ways I can say I can't say it any more plain ain't than that none nada nan ain't <laughs> dead <laughs> <Hey>, nigga <laughs> Nathan it ain't nobody else to vote for right now if you are focused on trying to get Trump the fuck up out of here. Like Biden Harris is it. And period. Let, let me just address this while we while we here. Uh if Dennis Woods, me, is not voting for Kanye West. With everything everybody is listening knows how I feel about Kanye. If I'm like, I ain't voting for that nigga. What makes you think <laughs> that you should vote for Kanye motherfucking West? Even even without all the other bullshit, what would ever make you think that you should vote for Kanye West? What makes you look at him and be like, that looks like somebody that can handle a very stressful job? <laughs> we, we all have been direct witnesses to his breakdowns and his mental illness and you want to get this nigga the nuclear codes we already got a motherfucker like that now hey i don't want a black truck i've decided and i don't ever want that i that is not appealing to me that is frightening like a nigga with an actual grudge <laughs> for society yeah, if he no, got power no. y'all niggas are fucking but you know what psychopaths <laughs> <laughs> you niggas are sick <laughs> you smoke crack don't you look at me boy don't you smoke crack <laughs> is it is it crack <laughs> but I mean real shit though I don't I do think a part of this is government well Republican tactics to make apathy grow with us and that's what it is because a lot of these people are just retweeting shit and they're not seeing who they're retweeting a lot of these people are conservatives like the people are like oh I'll never vote for Kamala nigga you you gonna vote for a Republican (laughs) of course you ain't voting for her (sighs) it's just you're already seeing the signs and we did not learn the lessons that we needed to learn from 2016 
But at the same time, we cannot keep ex- acting like Twitter is the end all be all. Why? Because like, like when for do, when did we get here? <laughs> like, like for us, we've been on Twitter for ten plus years, and we were in college when Twitter was everything, everything, everything. everything. But most people ain't on Twitter. So all these Twitter arguments that people be going back and forth about people not being uh, woke enough or black enough, those conversations don't happen on shit like Facebook. Facebook, I hate Facebook, but on Facebook is a clear line down the middle being like, if we ain't fucking with Trump, we voting for Biden. Old people get with that message quick. It's these new niggas that ain't going to vote anyway. And y'all got to stop listening to these new niggas. Uh, to quote Uncle Ruckus from the boondocks, don't trust these new niggas. <laughs> Straight the fuck up. That's, how, that's all it is. That's all it is. Let me see. Got one more question. Oh, while we're still here. You know how you know that these motherfuckers are the fucking ops? Because they be saying stupid ass shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they were like, uh, uh, her father is Jamaican. Her mother is from India. How does that become African American? Oh, yeah. And then, so somebody was like, so Jamaicans ain't black. Jamaican ain't black. (laughs) (laughs) Did she not been in America? And then, like, they be focusing on this shit and be like, she still is technically an African-American. How you, where do you think Jamaicans came from? You think Jamaicans were just always black? <laughs> They're the descendants of fucking slaves, you fucking morons. Slaves from sub-Saharan Africa. The same place we're from. Another thing that history nerd juice knows <laughs> <laughs> is... A lot of the slaves that came to this country originally came from the Caribbean first. Hmm. So they us. They just got off the boat before us. That's all the shit is. But since you niggas don't know shit, y'all just be retweeting. It's me. (laughs) I am niggas. I am niggas. I be in here getting schooled as well. Like, oh, <laughs> takes note. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> pretends to have known that all along. Mm-hmm. Put this in my <laughs> repertoire of knowledge to throw. Let me just nod my head in fake agreeance. <laughs> like, did you niggas know? <laughs> <laughs> Brings it up the next day on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't even know this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is me all the time. <laughs> So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.